This is the She Force Show with Amy Carlson, where you will find inspiring conversations and interviews, all to help you on your path to becoming more fit, more fun, and more free. Welcome to the She Force Show. I'm your host, Amy Carlson. Today, I'm delighted to introduce you to my guest, Andrea Quinn, Empowerment Coach. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you for having me. So good to get to visit with you. So I read your book. It was recommended to me by my coach, and it absolutely shifted my perspective in so many ways. So to kick this all off, I'd love to hear, how did you get started in empowerment coaching? Um, Well, I think the most important thing to realize is when you're a coach or when you are going into any kind of field, that you're pretty much your first client. You have to do the work on yourself, right? So I was always very knowledgeable about things. Uh, I also was always very bossy. So uh, people, my father was happy I made it into a career, right? Telling people what to do. I just knew how to fix things. I always had that ability to see things and know answers to things, right? So I didn't know what a life coach was. I didn't know what a coach was in any way at all. So, but someone said to me once, you should be a life coach. And I said, what's that? And they sent me a article from the New York Times in 2003 and nobody was doing it back then and I was like oh that's me it was like one of those moments yeah and then I started I did it part-time until 2006 and then I opened my business and what was so interesting about it was people used to say to me um who's your client who do you see and I said breathing humans You know, I mean, anybody, everybody needs a coach. So then I thought about, you know, how do I specialize and what is it that I do? And um, I just know how to empower people because I believe that there's no such thing as negative and positive people. We have only empowered and disempowered people. And when you're empowered, you have positive experiences. And when you're disempowered, you have negative experiences, but people have to just figure out, they just have to look for where they're disempowered and empower themselves. And me realizing that and doing the work on myself, that's where I began to specialize in empowerment. I love that distinction. And it makes me think too about, you know, we so often just label things as it's either this or this. And the whole, the word empowerment just feels good to me too. Right. And, and, because in a way it puts the ball back in your court. Yes. Like you're driving again in yes. your own life. And so when I'm empowered, that means I'm free to do, you know, what I feel is necessary for my life. Cause I think like the definition of empowerment is giving power to someone. So I always say, well, not, why not give it to yourself? And that's, that's empowerment. So that's empowerment. That's amazing. So you have been teaching this, basically coaching, teaching, um, doing workshops on this topic for how many years now? Well, uh, my curriculum, which is what the book is based on, um, 
it, I started in 2008. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so 2008 was when it really began for me. And I was teaching the tools because I needed them so badly in my own life. I get that. <laughs> right? So I was teaching them. And then now I'm actually living them. So they grew up with me. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah, it is. It is it's a process. And um, it can be, you know, like I say, you know, I was hashtag mess, hashtag lost, you name it, you know, and was always very real about what that was for me. And I told my clients, you know, if I'm going to tell you to do something, I'm going to have to do it too. So I'm going to let you know how important it is that I share what I'm doing in my life and my own growth. And so if I tell you, you have to go quit your job, I got to go quit my job. So, and that's what I did. I actually did that. I, um, I started seeing this one client, I think in 2004 or something, and I knew she had to quit her job. And then I quit mine in 2006 and then she gave notice. And I said, wow, how come it took you so long? She goes, I was waiting to see when you were going to do it. <laughs> they watch. Yeah. They yeah. watch. They want to know that the person coaching them is also in the game too. You're walking the walk. Yeah. And really walking the walk and just, you know, and messing up sometimes, yeah. you know, messing up sometimes. That's what human beings do. Yes. Yes. So in these years of working with particularly women, a large percent, it, because my workshops are women only. My my practice, actually, I have a higher percentage of men. I have about, yeah, 55% men, 45% women for my coaching practice, right. my business path. I'm a business coach. Um, but I'm all women for my, my workshops. Your workshops. Yeah. Yes. So I imagine over time, you have seen a theme um, so let's, let's talk with what you've seen with women mm -hmm. and empowerment and certain challenge or struggle. What, what was the theme you started to see? Um, well, and I, I, I talk about this in the book, you know, I started seeing that women were very clear on all they had to do. They were doers. Yeah. And when you're a doer as a female, you're at a disadvantage. Because doing is not our power. Receiving is our power so that we can create. We're creative beings. That's what women are. And all the doing in the world just makes us tired, resentful, bitter, ill. Because it, we're putting everything out, not bringing it to us first. And that's what receiving is. We're receptive creators. I mean, really, that's what we are. Even if you look at um, us, you know, anatomically, our bodies are receptive creators, whether we choose to have a child or not, but we are receptive. We're coded in our DNA for this and nobody's taught us this. And this is when you begin to bring energy to you and understand that the out breath is the creative process and not doing it changes lives like that. You know, I just finished a workshop uh, this weekend uh, in Beverly Hills. And I had a very powerful woman who's won more Emmys than probably any of us know. And she came up to me and said, because that's my first talk that I talk about. And she said, my life was changed in one hour, one hour. 
because of the enormous weight we carry in the doing space and how hard we really are on ourselves. Oh, yes. That's really, that's really tough. And it's about befriending ourselves. I have to teach women to be the best friend they have in a room. And if you don't have your own back, nobody's going to have it. I just got to be very clear with you. Even your best friend doesn't have your back as good as you should. And when you, when you've got your own back, the rest is, is effortless. But we're disconnected from the truth of ourselves and we push and we have these bars that are so high as women that yes. we never can attain them. And so that's one of the things I really noticed. And to this day, you know, um, it was 15 years, February that I've been teaching this class. It's been thousands of women worldwide with this and, you know, they have to understand when they get it, it's like, and their brains go, what is she talking about? But your body starts going, you start breathing because you're receiving breath and the exhales creativity. And we as women from the neck down, we know what to do with this. It's the neck up that always is our problem, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is what's so valued, you know, from, from the neck up is what's so valued. We perceive in um, society. Yeah. But yeah. when you drop down to your wisdom, then this becomes an accessory to your wisdom. And then when that happens, magic. And freedom. I feel freedom in that. And when you, when you describe that, that cycle of receive, create too, like that, I feel that just hearing those words, I feel that freedom. Right. And it's kind of like when you, um, let's say you start using the word receive, right? And I know some women, I-E-E-I. I I mean, we can't even spell it, right? So, (laughs) you know, seriously, like that word is like, Um, so, but one of the things that's so interesting, it's like, let's say something goes wrong. And the first thing you say is, oh my God, what do I got to do? And then when you say something goes wrong and you say to yourself, what's the first thing I could receive right now that would help me with this? You can feel the power coming to you instead of leaving you too quickly in the do. Yeah. And we're taught the more we do, the more they'll love us. And I'm always saying, how's that working for you? (laughs) You know, it doesn't. The more you do, the more tired you are. And it's about how to shift the energy and accessing that part of yourself as a woman that I've seen, you know, I've been blessed to be a witness to these women seeing that type of of empowerment so that's really i feel the foundation of everything for a woman is just that first tool um in a toolkit that i write about in my book so if there's one thing one takeaway like this when you said what can i receive in this situation that makes me feel soft in the front too, instead of. You can breathe into your center, but it doesn't make you weak. Right. It actually gives you that in breath. And then now I have the, now I have the energy and the power to go out and create a solution, not fix it, create a solution, create a game plan, you know, and that when, when a, when a woman is in the creative process, It's like we're unstoppable. I mean, have you ever heard a woman say, oh, my God, all I did today was create, create, create. I'm exhausted. 
never heard that. You know why? Because when a woman's in the creative process, she's like, wait, it's been five hours. Wait, I've been in the art studio since 10 a.m. and it's 8 p.m. I, I don't even, I can't even, I get lost in the time because that means you're in your divine flow. And then there's things like, oh my God, I guess I got to do that. And you're like, has it only been 20 minutes? It feels like 20 hours because you're out of alignment with the truth of who you are. You're a receptive creator energetically, um, uh, even as a, as a coach, as a doctor, as anyone who has clients, as a hairdresser, as a, it doesn't matter. You receive clients to create whatever service you're giving. You go out trying to find people and it's counterintuitive to who we really are. It can be hard for people. And it's, it's, that's the magic of, I think, this kind of work is that it makes you aware. And for a while, it's awareness. Sometimes when women are starting to do this work, I say to them, don't, don't start trying to receive because you're going to get lost in it because you're going to get back into your habits. But if at the end of the day, you're laying in bed and you go, you know what? I'm exhausted. I haven't received once today. That's a good to know. That's the awareness starting to kick in. And you kick in there. Then the next thing you'll go is, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to make sure that I receive one thing. And then it starts there. And it's little by little by little. And then all of a sudden, you're this energetic, like magnet for people to come to you, situations to come to you, love to come to you, business to come to you. Because then you know what you'll do once it comes to you? you'll create your magic as a feminine power. Now, in my toolkit, in my book, my international bestseller, by the way, you know, I, I love when women have it in their hands because I know they're safe now. It's a toolkit. So this is just one tool in the toolkit. There's actually nine, but you have to start somewhere. And I really believe that the beginning of anything for a woman is to receive, even if it's, I, I just got a, um, a diagnosis that I'm not happy with. You need to begin to receive healing, receive proper care, yeah. receive information. If she can go into receptivity in, and begin to bring that to her, and not that the fear won't be so great, but she'll have more power over it, over the situation. Absolutely. So it really does support you in every area of your life. Yes. And I want to acknowledge a statement that you said when um, I first talked to you about the interview and we were talking about what the interview would be about, what the show was about. And one of the things that you said, speaking of a toolkit, you said, when a woman wants a bigger life, she needs a bigger toolkit, something along those lines. And I was like, whoo, yeah. It's, it's just like receiving, you know, women are like, I don't know. I sometimes feel that selfish. I'm like, no, 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 no. You give on the out breath. So the bigger the in breath, the bigger the out breath. Your giving is in your creativity. But when you're giving out of obligation, giving out of I have to, giving because that's the only way you get self-worth, then you've got nothing left for you. Yeah. And that's where we're 
finding ourselves as women sometimes in our lives with nothing left for us. Yeah. But if you can, as they say in the airplane, put that mask on before you put it on others, we're just not taught this. We are not taught to do this. And that's okay. Like Maya Angelou says, when you know better, you do better. So once we know, and my friends and everyone I know that does this work, they point at each other and go, you need to receive, girl. Like they're in it. They're in it to win it, you know? And um, it's all, it starts small, you know? Like we go to the grocery store. We've worked all day. We go shop for it. And then when they ask us, would you like free assistance to your car? Oh, no, thanks. I got it. I got it. Let me just dissipate a little more of my creative energy. I always look at that as a big barometer because this isn't princess training. This is empowerment training. And I was thinking to myself, would Cleopatra have ever carried her groceries? No. And they're offering it to me for free. So I look at it as a barometer. If I can't receive free assistance from a grocery person, how am I supposed to receive my dreams that are big? Ooh. How am I supposed to receive my funding? How am I supposed to receive love again after divorce? How am I supposed to receive help as a single mother? How am I supposed to receive the things that are really going to change my life when I can't even receive free help from a grocery person? And I'll never forget standing in line one time. And I'm a very energetic person with a lot of energy. And so I look like I can carry my grocery and your groceries. (laughs) So I'm standing in line once and there was a, a person there and I had a lot of groceries and I didn't see the begging person. And I, I said, excuse me, can you get someone to help me carry this to the car? She's like, absolutely. And the woman behind me looked at me, she goes, we can do that. I said, oh yeah, we can do that. And by the way, aren't you tired enough? She goes, yes, I am. I go, get some free help out. It'll change your life. She's like, I will. And it was like, that's what it's, it's like, yeah. And they were like, oh, that's it. No, I don't know. And it's like, and then we do the walk of shame by the cart, right? I'm so embarrassed. I hurt my back. You fake a fake. I, I hurt my back. I can't lift anything. <laughs> it's like, no. And if you watch the grocery person, boy, male or female, they're looking at you like, would you like help out to the car? They want to get out of the store anyway. Yeah. So don't tip them. Don't touch a bag. Let them do the job they applied for. And remember that little bit of energy that you're not dissipating in a place that you don't need to. Yeah. Saved for you and your dreams. That one thing that was stamped on your heart before you were born. Yes. That's why it doesn't leave. That's why that dream doesn't leave. And that's why it gets stuck in that someday, you know, or I talk in my book about when syndrome, you know, when it happens. The reason we all want something, whatever it is, is because... It's our purpose. And then when we get there, that's when that's when the magic can happen. But it can happen no matter how busy your life is. You actually can shift the energy so that it is more in your favor. And again, this is tried and true since 15 years, thousands of women, busy lives, you name it, you know, CEOs of companies, business owners, single moms. Married moms, doesn't matter. And um, they get it now. I think that's important. And witnessing that shift just has to be your highlight. Yeah, but and watch, but watching them witness it. Oh, yeah. That's even bigger. Yeah. 
I mean, I get it before they get it, but when they get it, my work here is done. It's really because women are magical. We're, we're amazing. You know, receive, create. Yeah. That's why we're born. This is not about sexual preference. This is female, feminine body, female coded DNA. You are a receiver and quit defining yourself by how much you do and try to begin to define perhaps yourself by look what I've created. You're going to be so much happier, you know? Yeah. Yes. So on that train of thought, is there anything you've dropped some great gold nuggets to be applied right away? Um, Is there anything else that just comes to mind for you that you feel like to leave the audience with? Um, Besides getting my book on Audible and listening to me tell you how to do it. (laughs) That would be great because I mean, what I'd love to leave all the, the women with is that you are so magnificent. And if you don't know how magnificent you are, no one else will. You are that important. And the Dalai Lama doesn't make a lot of proclamations. And he made a proclamation in 2009 that this world will be saved by the Western woman. It's a big deal. Google it if they don't believe it. And when I read that in 2009, I was like, shit get my shit together now. (laughs) I mean, seriously, we have a world to save. That's how important each and every one of you are. And if you could just for a moment, get a glimmer of that, you'll see that he was right. Wow. I think that's the perfect place to end this because that feels as far as empowerment goes, that feels powerful. So to our listeners, just a reminder that, you know, information without integration just doesn't go anywhere. It feels heavy. So take something you heard today, apply it today to start to feel that transformation. And Andrea, thank you so much for being here today. This has been an incredible experience for me and I know for the audience as well. Thank you so much. I I was so happy to get the call to be here today. So thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the She Force Show. If you'd like more information about what we do, you can go to our website, www.sheforcecoach.com. Be sure to follow or subscribe to our show on your podcast app of choice. Until next time.